Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to The Mentor. I'm Mark Boris. Julia Mitchell, welcome back to The Mentor, mate. Mark, good to be back. Time flies. Yeah, it was 2018 <laughs> when we talked last time and um, you had your box of goodies then. The bottles are, were different then. Um, looks like you've evolved your packaging. We're here to talk about life cycle or spurt life cycle, actually, <laughs> life cycle. Um, and we are talking about mushroom-based extracts yeah mushroom extracts um this i guess this movement of, of wellness of biohacking and that we've been going through for the last you know five years or so and now it's really starting to head into the mainstream more so and it's on the back of that well mushrooms are a, an amazing tool as a part of your arsenary for keeping your health in optimal you know in optimal ways in terms of physical mental spiritual emotional all of those pieces so you know we're used to our proteins and our creatines and turmeric lattes came to the fore you know in cafes five or so years ago and it's just that extension keeps on going and so mushrooms is really coming into its own now but when we spoke in 2018 for sure it was like you'd go to a store or a cafe and have to do a lot more education now there's a natural wave of energy coming through i saw you have my farm a couple of years ago and uh, we talked about you know at least jam some uh, mushroom spores into uh, some logs, which, by the way, those we have done that and uh, mushrooms are starting to come through. Um, but it's uh, I get nervous about actually uh, taking them off because I think, oh, what's going to do something to me? Uh, is it clean and all that sort of stuff? So I, I, I end up just buying freeze-dried uh, mushrooms. Yours is a, an extract. What's the difference between that and me just putting the freeze-dried thing in my drink and drinking it whole? For sure. And I guess um, that takes us back to – why life cycle and why mushrooms and you know when we first begun it was really looking at the landscape and seeing that a lot of these mushroom powders were you know imported from asian countries and at the same time it's like australia is known for its produce for its clean air for its clean water for its quality and the way that in which you can grow mushrooms quite economically in the sense of no deforestation no chemical inputs very low water use so you know the like, provenance of the mushroom yeah so you know where it comes from that's, if it's grown in Australia. Exactly. Yeah. And and just I think when we when it comes to health products in general, you know, supply chain transparency I think is a huge part of it because at the end of the day you're buying something and you're wanting to feel a difference, you're wanting to feel something physiologically. Um, and I guess within the health space there's a lot of stuff that um, maybe you don't get those benefits. And so at the end of the day of the core of it, it's like what's the best way to build a business? Make a great product. And so we started growing the mushrooms ourselves initially and we still do. 
and then it was like, okay, well, we're selling fresh mushrooms into restaurants and cafes, but it was like this this area of supplements and health products was coming to the fore. And so we bring on a, a biotechnology engineer, chief scientist from from Paris, and we started to go down the path of making extracts. So we had, you know, sea containers where we were growing mushrooms, harvesting the mushrooms, and then making extracts out of it. So that process is a, a dual extraction, water ethanol. So the ethanol is an amazing extractor of getting certain compounds out of the mushroom. It's also a great preservative, so you don't have to use nasty numbers or synthetics. Um, that's what Preservatives, basically. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You can you can avoid those. And, and if we go all the way through, you know, I guess herbal medicine, traditional Chinese medicine, uh, water ethanol tinctures have been used for a long time for that reason, uh, of being a great preservative and a great extractor of compounds out of the mushroom or out of the plant or out of the herb. And so we believed in that model um, from an Australian-grown, U.S.-grown, um, done by us, vertical integration, which was another part of, I guess, um, building a moat from a business model. When you think about business, it's like if you're working with a contract manufacturer, then there's no difference to anyone else. In the, in, and so at some point, if you're having some success, there's going to be some me too's out there. And then the me too's, what's going to be that difference? And you're going to be in maybe a price war. And so we never wanted to be in that sort of space. And we wanted to create some defensibility, but, you know, background in, in performance and elite sport in the Premier League in England. And, and just if you can make something amazing that has a physiological benefit for an athlete or for someone, a high performer, then you've got a, a level of loyalty there. And I guess that extends to everyone um, in terms of you know your everyday person trialing these mushrooms. So the the extract is water ethanol. Um, you know, I'm not a, a drinker myself. So people, some people will ask, oh, well, it's got ethanol in it. I don't drink. But, you know, it's such a, a minute amount. It's, you know, one... 80, 84th of a glass of red wine in terms of the amount per serve that you're going to get. So, you know, it's not for that reason at all. It's for a preservative reason and to make a higher quality extract. And so, yeah, the journey of, I guess, where supplements and health products will go from a technological point of view, powders, I guess, are like version one and two and three. Capsules are version one, two and three. Liquid extracts are version four, five, and six. And then beyond that, you've got what's called liposomal products. And if you fast forward all the way, maybe you've had, have you ever had an intravenous drip? Yep. Yep. So like- Vitamin C. Vitamin C. Yep. So that's in terms of bioavailability, getting the most bang for buck into your blood, into your tissues, intravenous is probably at the top because it's going straight into the blood. It doesn't go past through the gut. It doesn't gut. go through the gut because the gut will- you know, it breaks everything down. Yep. And so it will break the vitamins and the supplements and the nutrients down and spit some out to be urine, to be a stool, to into the liver to where it gets broken down more. So from a bioavailability point of view, extracts versus powders. And, and really where does this thought come from? Well, we've had 13,000 reviews now. We used to sell powders and we just did not get the reviews, anywhere near the reviews that we get with our liquid extracts. So I guess we're believers in that. And we believe is that we grow it ourselves, we extract it ourselves, we've got eight full-time scientists. It's eight a big, now. Yeah, it's a big part of our DNA as a company is innovation and quality. And we think that's, again, like that's what will separate you in the market. We're a very much US-based company now as well. Right. So we've got a facility in the US. We've got 12 full-time production staff there um, where we grow and extract. And yeah, that's our, our main market going forward, I guess. In, in terms, terms of scaling. scaling. In terms yeah. of scaling and supply. Supply and selling. Yeah. You've, you know, you've evolved out of Byron, which is, you know, these things make sense many years ago being in Byron because people up there are much more willing or they were more willing to try different things and they've tried all sorts of different things. They're still trying all sorts of different <laughs> things up there. Um, but you now become more mainstream. So 
you need to get your supply chain right. You can't grow everything here in Australia because Australia doesn't grow some of these mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of times are these some of these mushrooms are allegedly well, allegedly grown out of out of Asia and in particular China, mm-hmm. especially things like lion's mane, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But the US also grows these things. Why did you choose supply to the US? You know, the US patriots and the US mentality is very similar to Australian. It loves Australian growing in Australia. We love things that are local. We like local produce. We like that local story. Um, and the US is very similar to that when it, when it can have that as an option. And so that was, I guess, another point of differentiation and our belief system that we know that we can grow and make a great product. And so let's do the same in the US. Um, and they're, they're being the two key points really. And I guess what was lucky for us as well when COVID kicked in, we had our own vertical integrated supply chain. And so we weren't sort of worrying about, you know, the pieces and the, and the dramas around shipping logistics and supply chains that maybe other supplement brands were concerned about during that time. And so I guess it's a, it's a value proposition for the business. It's a differentiation. And as we go forward, you know, innovation is very important. And with eight full-time scientists, there's a lot of innovation that can happen. And so we don't rest on our laurels with the product we have today as to where we will take that product in the future. Um, And also just timing and a bit of luck always. So we met the right people at the right time and the right partners. Um, And so we've got some some great partnerships there um, from a supply point of view and from where we grow and extract ourselves point of view. If you grow... In Australia, every one of the mushroom that you get the extracts from, or do you grow? There's some, yeah, some biosecurity pieces around what you're allowed to grow in Australia. Yep, um, and that's sort of that was that was fine. But now, as we at scale, so you know, we grow the cordyceps, the reishi, the chaga is a wild harvested mushroom. Um, but yeah, majority of growing now is in in the US based on climate, based on biosecurity into Australia. Yeah, in other words, um, you're allowed to import and based it. On, exactly. Yeah. And you can only import it as a liquid extract. You can't import it as a as a fruiting body. Right. Um, because it might have some sort of might have, exactly, or bacteria exactly, or something exactly, like that. Exactly. So, so yeah, that's sort of um, where we're up to in terms of the journey of, you know, Fremantle, WA to Byron Bay to now um, getting into the US. And it, it's it's a proud moment for the company and for an Australian company, I think, when you can start to oh, push into an overseas market and start to say, hey, you know, we can, we can, we've got something here that we think is really good and you guys are loving it. So, yeah, we're really enjoying that part of a learning business in terms of being an overseas uh, company. How do you sort of segment your profiling? I mean, the beauty with the mushrooms is that they, they're very versatile and there's different benefits for different people in different environments. So what I mean by that is, you know, we work with UFC fighters and we work with elite athletes and pro surfers and, and those guys use it for something different than what perhaps a mother works uses it for because she's got to pick the kids up on and have a second wind for the second half of the day when she picks the kids up and they're going to come home and it's going to be flat out and busy so she needs a second wind. And she doesn't want to have a coffee. No, she doesn't want a coffee because she doesn't want to disrupt her sleep and feel all jittery and, and still wants to be present. So cordyceps is great for her but it's also great for some of the UFC fighters when they're going into training camp and they're doing two or three-day sessions or if they're going in and then you know, they're doing long, hard sessions. And so it's, it's you know, UFC fighters – and mothers, you know, both can get benefits from the cordyceps. And for different example, reasons. For different reasons. And same with the ratio when it comes to winding down and recovery. And, you know, everyone comes home potentially stressed from work, a lot on their mind. Okay, just need to get into a zen state, need to lower that cortisol, need to relax. Reishi is great for that. And it's also great for, again, the athletes 
because they need to get that cortisol down, they need to relax. And then just um, sleep the night before. And then just sleep the night before. And and having Byron Bay in the front of it, um, does that actually help in terms of um, marketing, for example, like into the US? Because do people know who Byron no, Bay is? No, it's a good question. It's something we probably should review um, because, you know, all our product there is grown and made in the US for the US. They, to be honest, they wouldn't know what Byron Bay is, no. you know. <laughs> so that's a part they of They might Google they, it. Yeah, they might Google it or they might have heard of, you know, different things happening there and surfing. But, you know, it's not until you leave Australia and you go to, you know, middle of New York or Miami or LA and you go, no one knows what Byron Bay is and they don't actually care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they think there's kangaroos running yeah, around. Yeah. And, and lion's mane. So w- w- what is lion's mane, what, ordinarily what would lion's mane be used for? The research, I mean, the research for lion's mane is around cognition, um, around, you know, REM sleep as well. So I'm not sure if you ever measured your sleep with an aura ring or a whoop. So you've got these four different phases of sleep, but it helps with REM sleep based on what we've seen from biohackers and from the research and from just anecdotal from customers in terms of increasing REM sleep. So that's the dream state and that, that dream state. So if you're dreaming, that's where you help get memory consolidation. And so it's important if you're learning something during that day, you get your REM sleep, which allows you to consolidate short-term memory into long-term memory. And so the research for each of these is, is really fascinating and there's, there's a lot more coming out. Um, and that's really where it started when we first got involved. It was like there's all this research um, five, six, seven years ago, but there wasn't that the products in the market at that time. And so, yeah, they're sort of joining forces now where there's products, there's customer information, there's plenty of podcasts, there's influencers, athletes using them, and then, of course, there's the research to support it, which is important. And what about at the end of the day, the shiitake? I mean, the beauty, mush- the beauty mushrooms. mushrooms. Yeah. I mean, we all know it from a ramen or from, you know, buying them at Woolies or Coles, but, you know, it's really the beauty mushroom, hair, skin and nails. Um, we've got good levels of keratin. So for for hair growth and rate of hair growth is important. So for males, you notice your beard grow faster, nails get much stronger and, and firmer, and you do get a nice glow because we know a lot about collagen. But the other thing is elastin, which is firmness of skin. And so, shit, I better take some of this straight away. <laughs> we all we all need that one as as we, you know, getting older, but also yeah, it's the beauty mushroom, and so we can all do with a bit more of that. This is your sort of um, you know, your we call stack. it the biohacker set. Yeah, you know, and that word of biohacking and biohacking used to be for the elite athlete or for you know the high performer, but really it's for everyone in day. What do you mean age. by biohacking? Bi- bi- biohacking bi- is 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 hacking your biology, um, in natural ways to optimize your hormones, to optimize how you feel at the end of the day. Yes, there's a bunch of physiological markers you could test, but at the end of the day, are you waking up feeling refreshed and ready to take on the day or are you running towards that coffee, you know, to get you up and give you that kickstart? And so biohacking includes things like grounding and grounding, you know, is very much a, oh, it's a Byron Bay hippie thing, but there's plenty of research now from, we were speaking about Andrew Huberman before, talking about your inflammation levels will drop if you have your feet on the earth for a good period of time. And so things like that, things like early morning sun to regulate your your melatonin, to regulate your cortisol, to regulate your hormones is really important. So biohacking is all of these natural things and then some optimization with your nutrition, of course, and with your supplementation and mushrooms play a role in that. It's sort of like a prescription for it. I'll use these ones in the morning. I'll use something later in the day. I might have a bit of cordyceps at 12 o'clock just to help me get through the rest of the afternoon if I get that sort of a slump. Mm-hmm. Which I do about two o'clock, and then I'll probably have um, something at, at night in the, like, early evening just to help me uh, calm down. This sort of pretty much covers the whole lot. Is this your full range of? Uh, this is uh, this is. We've got another one, chaga mushroom, which was the sixth mushroom that we brought on. But we were sort of looking at it exactly from that, like AM to PM. There's sort of a mushroom for everything. 
And because we do get the, the question often like, oh, do you want to do an all-in-one? But then again, like if you're having cordyceps with reishi, they're sort of going in opposite directions. Yeah. And so there's different timings to be taking those versus having them together. But the said is our most popular product um, because it's sort of like, oh, I need a bit of that, I need a bit of that, I need a bit of this. It's not to say you take all five every day. Um, you mix and match. And what we do find is that people always have a bit more shiitake left and the lion's mane and the cordyceps is the first to run out. Um, but again, the research on the shiitake is very profound and has its own benefits and people resonate to their own ones. And so, you know, if you buy it and you've got a partner, she'll be taking the shiitake and you'll be taking the cordyceps, you know. Um, but, yeah, generally speaking, you know, there's a, a map of a 24-hour day of optimizing with mushrooms in addition to all the other things you're doing. So, and how do you take them? You just put it under your tongue, or you put it in your drink, or what's into your, I mean, they taste fine to to do that, but really, we recommend just putting into water, putting into tea, putting into coffee. It doesn't change the taste or the flavour. It doesn't, and it doesn't change the molecular structure if it's in a hot something that's hot. It, no, because it's already been through a hot water extraction. Right. So, okay. Yeah. And help me, Adi. I mean, mm. you may or may not be able to explain the science of it, but like when you say it's a extract of a mushroom, let's take cordyceps for example. It's not cordyceps that's in that bottle. It's something that's in cordyceps that you extract from cordyceps that you put in the bottle. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there will be, you know, in the simplest ways, there will be sort of a the the fruiting body and some of the mycelium that is. Now just explain what the mycelium is. Mycelium is the roots of the mushrooms and it's funny within the mushroom world it's like, oh, do you want, you know, within – in terms of a quality product, do you want fruiting body? Do you want mycelium? And and there's debates within the in, in nuances within the industry. We've sort of taken the bipartisan piece where there's there's benefits and research for both. Fruiting bodies are amazing. Mycelium is amazing. And again, a lot of the I guess powders you were alluding to before. One thing that if you're if you're taking powders is that you want to make sure that you've got a low grain or starch count and in some powders you can you can taste that grain and you can feel it right but also you can see it on the back you can and so part of what we've been able to do from an ip point of view and a patent point of view is remove the starch completely or to less than 1.5 percent so you're not getting any filler you're not getting any starch you're getting clear pure potent mycelium and that's really what's valuable uh, and then the fruiting body and we put those two together and then within I guess, as you're saying, like the extraction process, it's not necessarily, you know, cordyceps mashed up and blended and that's in the bottle. It's the compounds within cordyceps and the entourage effect. And I guess that's what makes natural health products natural health products is that they're not trying to isolate one compound. You know, that's when you're stepping into the pharmaceutical land, when you're using one compound, you pattern one compound, you isolate one compound, and then that's and that's where you also get into therapeutic goods. Um, but from our point of view, it's like, Use the mycelium, use the fruiting body, don't isolate any compounds, just make the and grow the most potent product you can and the most vibrant and healthy product you can. And then through different extraction processes that we do um, to sort of distill that down to something that's a concentrate. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, I'm back here with Julian Mitchell and he's from Lifecycle and, um, and this is a, basically a mushroom extract Mushrooms are a fascinating um, fruit plant. Fungi, its own kingdom. Fungi, its own kingdom. Yeah, and it's so. it's pretty incredible. <laughs> like it's because yeah. a lot of the, a lot of the action is happening under the ground. Mm-hmm. You know, like we see if we walk through a forest, you might see the the fruit, which is sitting on the top of a log or on the top of the ground or something. But all the the deal, there's a huge deal going on underneath the ground. And um, mycelium is the other part of the mushroom that is important. To have in these extracts, as well as the fruit, I mean, you, you got a bit mm-hmm, of both in mm-hmm. there. But just just explain to me how mycelium works. What's going on under the ground there? What is it? It's sort of some networking arrangement. It seems like it spreads everywhere. Like it's the original internet. It's the wood wide web, as some people refer to it, because it allows trees to talk to each other. Allows plants. So it's a communication network under the ground. It's if you imagine visually, it's this white, very thin fiber network in this within the soil and if you sort of grab a, a bunch of soil in the forest and you pick it up you know you'll be you'll be able to see these white sort of threads and once you see it you can't unsee it and you start to see it everywhere in a healthy ecosystem and so if you're in your backyard and you see mushrooms that's a sign of a healthy ecosystem don't be scared maybe don't eat them but at the same time don't be scared so they're markers of a healthy ecosystem underground and they are yet yeah, the original internet in that they pass nutrients and communication between trees between plants and between themselves and what's interesting about that is so what you're saying to me is that trees communicate mm. They're, they're not sentient just beings. Chunks of wood there. Mm. They're sentient. Maybe you could explain what sentient means. That's that's that's, that's a special term, <laughs> but it sort of gives trees or the plant kingdom a totally different look. Mm. Sentient beings being meaning what? Meaning alive. Meaning in some form have a consciousness of being able to feel things and be able to communicate. And they communicate those feelings mm. through the mycelium. Yeah, they perhaps do have for want of a better word, feelings. Mm. Yeah, they do feel pain if they're, you know, they've done tests and markers where they will expose it to heat, a tree to heat, and it will, you know, release chemicals that, and ho- not hormones, but markers that show that it's in pain and discomfort. Yeah, yeah. That's what's, and, and, and mushrooms play a really big part, or the mycelium of the mushroom, which is a mushroom, plays a really p- big part in that whole process, particularly between trees, or between, yeah, between trees. They, once were understated things, the things you saw at Woolworths and they're little little things, a little top thing on them. We, we, we made concrete versions of them, put them in that garden. <laughs> but they're actually very extraordinarily important in making nature work. And without mushrooms and without, without those extracts, that, sorry, without mushrooms and without what goes on under the ground, nature would not work as well as it does, as it does today. Do you think 
that science and the science around the power of mushrooms and what it can do for our, ourselves has actually yet discovered why mushrooms are so important to nature. Has science caught up with this stuff yet or are they still discovering this stuff? It's a good question. I think we, I mean, Fantastic Fungo was a good example of, you know, just awakening people to the magic, uh, so to speak, and the the capacity of and the necessity of mycelium and mushrooms within nature. And so we, you know, sort of had that program for many people prior, walk past the mushroom, like, oh, careful, it could be poisonous or oh, cool, it could be psychedelic or it could, you know, or it could be edible. They're the three things we we took into our consciousness versus the life cycle it plays within the forest, within nature, within soil, within farming, that's integral to the whole thing working harmoniously. And so from a scientific point of view, we've definitely got um, some understanding, but, you know, there's 5 million mushrooms varieties in the kingdom, 5 million, so they outnumber plants 8 to 1. And so there's a, it's, we're still very much in uncharted waters as a, a new continent that has a great potential. Um, and then I guess from our point of view, it's just – you know, actualizing that and how do you bring that into the everyday person's life in a meaningful way because, as you said, mushrooms are essential in the natural world. They can be essential within humanity too and they can help us in terms of, you know, what we spoke about, sleep, energy, immune systems, these func- these functions. As we move forward, you know, you see GPT and these new technologies come on board. What does the hum- human vessel and body need to help evolve at the rate at which technology is? And so... Mushrooms, I think, are an ally that we should think about in nature and within, you know, living in urban city environments. It's, it's, it sort of sounds compelling. That, that's, and I don't know why, but it just, I, I can't tell you scientifically, but it sounds compelling, which is a, re, a compelling reason to try these things and to see what the outcomes are for you. Um, and, and apart from the fact it's you know, absolutely natural, it's not created anyway, it's, it's a natural extract. How does this weave into the whole wellness movement that exists in society today because we're all sort of seeking a better quality physical life, better quality mental life, better quality emotional life. You know, we are surrounded by a whole lot of stuff that's sort of jamming jamming our eyes, our visual systems, our audio, audio systems, you know, you know, radiation, everything. Mm. Yeah, that wellness movement, I think, and it's it's just very much essential and I think a part of our human evolution, if you like, because as you sort of alluded to, like the environment is getting more toxic in a way. You know, it's a, it's a toxic environment we're in in terms of air quality, water quality, the amount of time we don't spend with our feet on the ground, the amount of time, the disconnection to nature. And so, but we can, I guess, balance that out with these wellness biohacking type things and education and knowledge and tools such as as mushrooms and, and other forms of supplementation and nutrition. And so I think there's like a couple of different camps. There's the anti-aging camp, you know, people getting older, um, you know, and they've you know lived a good life and they want to continue to live a good life. You know, they don't want to maybe go through what maybe their grandparents or parents went through in terms of aging. They want a healthy aging process. How uh, your extracts fit into that? I mean, it's the, it's the same thing in terms of what do we need to manage to feel good and, and to live good. It's managing stress, managing sleep, managing energy as a huge one. And you're sort of going back to the bombardment of things which uh, can be distracting and 
I guess, add weight to the nervous system and add weight to your energy levels because of the distraction. And so, again, those tools are good. Lion's Mane for an, for an aging brain, for a, you know aging cognition, just to keep that sharpness and to and to feel present is really good to knock through things on the to-do list. And instead of like, where did I put my keys? Just having that sharpness and that acuity. So there's some great research for Lion's Mane out there in a couple of American journals and a meta-analysis around um, you know, as the brain is aging, it can be beneficial. And of course, we've heard a lot in, in Fantastic Fungi and How to Change Your Mind on Netflix as well from Mike Pollan around, you know, other mushrooms that can do that. But these functional mushrooms that are available to everyone now can help with that aging side of things. And as you alluded to with turkey tail and the research out there with, you know, different forms um, of issues for an aging person and shiitake for, for beauty as we're getting older, as our hair may be thinning out, as our nails may be getting weaker. So you know, they are amazing in that anti-aging space for those people interested in that. And then I think because that environment of everyday life now is stressful, you know, if we look at the macro of what's going to happen in the world, that can create a level of stress and a low level level of cortisol. And so we need tools that are biohacking related to help regulate stress. The stress is not going away anywhere. It's always going to be stress in your life um, but it's how do we regulate it better and how do we manage it better and biohacking wellness is important for that um, because as we know stress really is that we've been working a lot with agriculture as well um, with prawns with chickens with bees with swine with different mushroom extracts and I guess them taking it yeah feeding it to these 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 farms and what we've noticed just anecdotally is that Okay, they all have different diseases in different ways, but the cause is stress. You know, if the chicken or the prawn or the bee is stress. stressed, yeah, they got they, the stress that they have in the, in the pens. Sometimes will be too many around them, or they'll be bullying, or there'll be these different tactics yeah, yeah. Um, used. Same with the chickens; they'll be bullying, or they'll be stress, or they'll be heat stress, or or it's overcrowded. It's overcrowded, or there's you know temperatures are high, or the water they run out of water, the power goes off, something happens, and they get into the and this stress triggers the immune system to fall down and the immune system falling down means disease. It's no different to humans. And so we really need to be masters of our own stress levels. Um, and I think biohacking is a part of that. It's funny because it, it all comes down to enough high-quality hours of sleep. Then it comes down to having the proper amount of nutrition and exercise. So you want to optimise those three things. It doesn't, these things don't change the three things that we've got to do, nutrition, exercise and sleep, but they enhance nutrition, exercise and sleep. And I think that might be where, um, but that's where I like to see mm. supplements, these, these sorts of supplementation to help. So like there's something to help you sleep, there's something that helps you be more productive too, but that's a big deal. You know, like you can't have, you can have too much coffee. Mm -hmm. Not a bad alternative to that because I take it. Um, and it does actually make me feel awake. Yeah. Or not awake, alert. Yeah. It, it picks me up. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Um, and I, 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 so I think that that allows me then to get through more things in my day because yep. we have more things to get through to these days. We just have much more to do. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 everyone I talk to says I, I do much more than I've ever done before because we're looking at our mobile phone, we're reading news, mm -hmm. we're watching stuff on, on our devices. At the same time, someone's emailing and then someone's sending me an Instagram. I look at that, well, that's important. I, I, maybe I should be doing something like that in relation to my business and I'm, I then yeah. forward that to somebody yeah. else. You know, like it's just full on. And, and this is if you think back to well, before you had this, 
phone that I'm holding now, like this piece of technology has allowed that extension of productivity mm. and doing more things. And then now we've got, that's just as an example, technology chat GPT. Now that gives us another extension of reach. And so if we think about that, okay, well, what else do we need to have that extension of reach? Biohacking. Yeah. To feel good, to feel amazing, to be a high performer. My background again before, this was physio, elite sport. I spent some time with some Formula One drivers and their coaches. And so I really saw how dialed in they were to the to the minute in terms of how they spent their time, what they thought about, how their coaches were thinking about. But now that should be and is available to everyone within that high biohacking space. And I think as a, you know, inverted commas CEO now, you need to you need to think and feel and act like an elite athlete to perform every day and to make good decisions. That, that's a really important thing, Julian. So because some people will say, I don't need that stuff because I'm not a lead athlete. You know, I'm, I'm not a racing car driver, I'm not a UFC fighter, I'm not a boxer, whatever. But I don't know. You are, you have to perform. To perform properly and enjoy your life today, you have to be like an elite athlete. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a big difference between what it used to be years ago and to what you need to do today to be, successful, productive and happy, relaxed and live a long time if, you, if possible. Mm-hmm. If you live a long time, you need to sleep. You need to get a lot of sleep. You know, like if you're a person who wakes up middle of the night and only gets four hours proper sleep and doesn't go into that um, the REM deep sleep. REM, yeah. um, then your, your, as I understand it, your spinal cord is probably not going to get a chance to release the certain fluids that needs to be released into the brain to, to clean all the debris out of the brain mm-hmm. and get you into a – uh, a better mental state for the next day. If you keep doing that, if you keep not doing that, in other words, keep not clearing things out because you're not getting enough proper sleep because, you know, you might go to bed too late, you're a drinker, you're whatever, drink coffee at midnight, um, whatever the case may be, um, eventually you will get sick and then 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 you've got a whole lot of problems after that. So I, I see these this wellness movement and, the, and anything that enhances your wellness to me Maybe I'm one of those weirdos, but I see it as critical. I actually see it as a non-negotiable. These things are non-negotiable. I'm not necessarily saying life cycle, but just access to these things into your diet. Yeah. And it's not dietary either. It's more making yourself better as a person and therefore have a better life. That's really important. Maybe you're a grandparent and want to spend more time and be more mobile with your grandkids. You know, maybe you want to be around a bit longer. For so, biohacking should be on the menu in some way. It doesn't yeah. mean you go out and get IV drips, but it means you do a couple of basic principles. And going back to sort of what you said before, it's like there's other things. You know, it's not a silver bullet in terms of a supplement or a product as well. There's a whole host of things you can be doing that are free and available now that we can all be doing. But yeah, different motives for different people. If you're a young startup you know, CEO or something of that nature or, you know, you're in your mid-50s and you just want to stay as sharp as you were in your 30s, why would you not want that? Your business has, since I last saw you in 2018, has kicked off hard and uh, you, you seem, you know, you're seeing some enormous growth numbers. And I noticed that um, our old mate Joe Rogan um, gave you guys a bit of a rap on one of his shows. Okay, so what, what did Joe say? He was, I mean, he was on a podcast with um, Rashad Evans. So he's into fighting. He's obviously a USC commentator who's a black belt himself. So he, he lo- lives and breathes it. And, and Joe's, to- Joe's a mad. He, he's a very good kickboxer. Yeah. And very good jujitsu. He's a black yeah. belt. Yeah. 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 And so I guess what happened, you know, when you asked about our demographics, it was funny how it sort of happened. But for some reason, fighters and UFC fighters and MMA fighters and other sorts just resonated with the product. 
because they were looking for those one, two percent gains and the lion's mane um, in terms of copying knocks to the brain post-training as well. You can feel a bit foggy from, from a hard training session and so the lion's mane can help with that help clear that fog, help with that repair of the brain, um, as well as when you're in the ring or when you're in fighting or in the octagon, it's like that drops you into that presence and that flow state. And so we found a lot of US athletes um, in UFC really resonating with that. And so therefore we were just communicating with them and then um, through that, yeah, Rashad Evans, um, who was a UFC Hall of Fame champion, was on the podcast with Joe and they were talking about it, um, about morning routines as an example and and Joe was just saying, yeah, he tried it from a friend and liked it and that was... Um, tried life cycle. Yeah, and it's funny because at that moment a friend like, you know, messaged us the next day and said, oh, I heard you on Joe Rogan. I'm like, that wasn't us, you know, type thing. So it was one of those moments. Um, but, yeah, again, going back to if we grow it ourselves, we make it ourselves, we're deeply invested in that part of the process. It's open doors for us with athletes because athletes want those gains. They want those benefits and they know their body very intuitively that they know if something works or if it doesn't. And actually they're the, probably the best um, test cases for me to look at because athletes cannot afford to put any crap into the system because they are so finely tuned trying to make weight. They use people like, um, you know, Jordan Sullivan to run their diet for them to make, and, you know, everything's clean They can't, because, you know, they're, they're, they're so finely tuned, particularly UFC fighters, mm-hmm. they're so finely mm-hmm. tuned. And by the way, you've got to be jumping in there with Alex Volkanovski. You don't know what you're doing. Um, it's so finely tuned that they can't have, well, at least the perception is they can't really afford to have anything that's crappy in there mm-hmm. because it'll just upset the whole system, the whole balance. And, uh, and that could result in some bad outcomes for them. And therefore, if they use these things, that's a great endorsement of a, your product, but also probably broad, more broadly, the whole mushroom movement, mm. that's, that's a big endorsement. And, yeah. and to get on for Rogan to say something like that, that's pretty cool. And what's interesting about all this is in part of the wellness program, Joe Rogan also say take creatine for, to help your brain, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. F- the five milligrams, not mm-hmm. the, the stuff the guys do to pump yeah. themselves up yeah. for bodybuilders. He's cold bath, he's ice bathing, he's doing all ice the baths, things. Correct, yeah. Yeah, ice yeah. baths and, uh, you know, and uh, infrared saunas and yeah. – uh, Joe's a big meat eater, but you and know, think of a high performer like the amount of podcasts he's putting out. Yeah, you yeah. know, like he's and UFC commentating, and and so he's one a perfect example of just something wanting to get the most out of their life. Yeah, and that's interesting. And I call those people, you know, a lot of very successful people are quite prolific, and those people that I know that are successful who are and who are prolific, and that is that they're doing lots of stuff. They've got a high productivity um, uh, profile. Um, they all, the ones I know at least, are all very health conscious. They uh, they train, they exercise, they sleep, and then they they and they eat really well. But the nutrition is quite. Um, it's not just a piece of meat and three veg. It's supplemented mm-hmm. by all, all sorts of things, mm-hmm. as well as um, you know ice baths and all that sort of stuff. And that sometimes you might some might think that that's only for elite people, and it can be quite expensive. But these. But at a minimum for me, I mean, I, as I said, I take probably I'm, back, I'm going to start taking it again, but I was irregular. But I do I do have these things sitting in my office and at my home for me to use when I'm feeling like I need an extra kick yeah. or I need a little extra um, advantage because I'm going into a hard day, particularly mm-hmm. a hard day where I've got to do something, you know, I'm a bit, um, I wouldn't call it anxious about it, I'm just in front of my mind. Uh, I make sure that I'm prepared, yeah. equipped, and I, I actually often have lines made. Um, I have that in my office. That sits in my office all the time. 
um, not the extracts, but I've now got the extracts. I'm going to start using these because, to be frank with you, the extracts are easier to use. Yeah, much easier. That's to use. the other element we didn't speak about. You know, just on the run, you don't have to mix it in. You don't have to blend it. It's not like lumpy, it lumpy in, a, in a drink or anything. Just straight under, and you're away. Do you ever get people sort of being critical of you? And what's the criti- criticism of this? What is what's their thesis on the criticism? That's a good question because I guess once you sort of you know you're getting bigger and you know your business naturally grows, you naturally get super fans and people that love you, and you get people that like you know throwing shade at you at different times. And I guess part of Australian culture is tall poppy, but I think that culture actually exists everywhere. I don't think that doesn't exist in any country. If you're in the UK, if maybe not America, it's yeah. nice when you're in America because it feels like you know if you if you have a, a big dream or a lofty goal and you share it with someone, they're like. Awesome, go they love it. it. They love it. Yeah. Whereas you say that here, it's like, oh. In the UK yeah. too. In the UK, here you're, you're asking a bit much. But um, I think people just probably in a fair way also have their have their their questions around it, you know, because with them, when we maybe post a review or share a review and they go, oh, I'm not sure about this. But we've had many reviews where people go, you know, you know I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised or I can't believe the results and things of that nature. So, again, we stand by the product and the transparency, and I think as long as we're transparent um, with what we're doing, we're on the right track. Whereas if you weren't growing and making things yourselves, and you and you were trying to say these lofty claims, then you're in in trouble. But I think we just get the normal level of a lot of fans, a lot of support, and you get the everyday person for whatever reason, um, you know, saying, "Oh, I'm not sure about this," but we just speak to them directly and say, "We'd love you to try it." We'd love you to try it, and if you don't like it, money back guarantee. Because, and you know, we had Gilbert Burns, for example, who's come on board recently. He's fighting Masvidal. He didn't know anything about mushrooms. Um, we sent him some. He's you know messaging me. This is amazing. You know, I want to work with you guys because I'm, I love these mushrooms. And he did a post the other day with us. In, and again, be, that wasn't because of anything other than him feeling a benefit going into training camp now to fight Masvidal in a month's time in Miami. And he's like, you know, can you send me some more? So that's sort of our secret sauce, I think, is yes, we've got nice packaging and it's all pretty. Um, it's If you make something quality in this space, then you will nine times out of ten um, have a five-star review and, yeah, you'll get some every now and then that are not sure about it. But um, if you use them in the right way regularly, then um, we back ourselves to help people with whatever they're after. Julie, I asked yeah. one last question. What's your proudest moment with all this given, you know, it's been a long journey? I think Joe would have to be close, Joe you know, Rogan. because he's probably, the, you know, just number one podcast, in number the world. one podcast in the world. No, you know, he's bigger than CNN and all these news channels put together. And we do, as a team, resonate with what he says and puts out to the world in in different forms. And he, I think he just gets great guests on board, um, and he's just got a very a wide breadth of knowledge and and what he's doing. So that would be one moment for sure. I think that, and probably earlier this year, just that tipping point from. You know, most of our re- revenue now coming out of the US, being an Australian company, small little company once upon a time, getting bigger and actually, okay, now we're actually making a meaningful impact in the US. Um, it's a proud moment for us as an Australian company. That's very cool. With an Australian product. Yeah. Good to see you again, Julian. Killing Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Mentor with Mark Boris. Audio and production is by Jessica Smalley. Production assistance. Simon McDermott. This is a mentored podcast.